Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. It's time for our Mindful Wednesday, and uh, today we are talking the art of self-motivation. When you are down and you've hit rock bottom and the chips are just everywhere else, but within your pocket and within your hands, and there's no one around, no one around to help you pull up those chips how do you self-motivate? The art of self-motivation. Let's welcome our A-team guest, Musa Izulu, who's a published author, a publisher, an artist, a poet, a motivational speaker, and our A-team guest. Musa, thank you very much for joining us. Always a pleasure having you. Uh, it's always my great pleasure to be part of these Mindful Wednesdays, especially because they allow me to unwind as well, my sister. Well, while you unwind, it allows us to pull up our socks. Um, and especially coming from a person who's a motivational speaker who's going to be talking to us about the art of self-motivation. It's something that I think a lot of us, you know, when you go for a job interview, it's easy to say, I'm self-motivated. But when the chips are down, you forget all about those phrases and you feel like you're in a deep, dark cloud. So how do we start to self-motivate, especially if we're in a dark place, most? I'll be very honest with you. It starts with creating relationships fluidly. What do I mean by fluidly? There are times when you are going to meet people that you do not know at all, but fluidity means that at the end of the night, you are going to be probably the best friends. I mean, Richard's Bay right now, that they wait for a series of motivational talks with South 32 Hillside Aluminium. And I was going into a lift and uh, met this amazing couple Oh, Alicia, no, 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 Aaron Singh. They are here in Precious Bay enjoying their honeymoon. We struck a relationship in the elevator, and before you knew it, they were in my room and were talking about everything. The art of self-motivation begins with sometimes just allowing relationships to happen naturally. And I would love, to be honest with you, to dedicate this uh, engagement that we're having, you and I, to this couple, young couple, that has just married, and they're here in Richards Bay enjoying their honeymoon. Congratulations to the couple, and congratulations to the couple and yourself for being able to strike up conversation in an elevator, and then, then just take it take it f- further. So I'm, when you talk elevators, I'm one of those people. When I enter an elevator, I greet if there are people inside, and, and I'll keep quiet because some will respond, some won't respond. But obviously, we're not in the same headspace. So it, it, you must be a certain type of person to be able to be fluid to a point of being able to strike up a conversation in an elevator. Other people are not like that. So how do they start, you know, being able to just be fluid when it comes it's to... The matter, it's mm-hmm. the matter of opening up mm-hmm. and also just celebrating other people's celebrations. I mean, when you... Uh, in an elevator with a couple that is enjoying their honeymoon and they are talking to you and you can see it in their faces that they are very much in love and are wanting to be plotting a a, a relationship towards the future as a couple and also as people. It motivates you. I've always believed that to be motivated is not something that comes from within but something that also comes from the environment. And in order for the environment to then trigger your sense of self-motivation, you have just have to help open yourself to that relationship, to, 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 uh, to, to that uh, outer relationship. I mean, can you believe it? Uh, I mean, Richard Spade and this young mother, 
ikamalake o nogu temba mia comes to me and says, you know, I have a son that I would love to educate in the ways of life so that this young man grows up, number one, not only just respecting women, but respecting himself too. Ikamalumbana o ilbana ilona temba zwani ilona temba zwani Motivation sometimes begins with us wishing. And the name itself, Lona Temp, is a mother wishing for the son to grow up in a motivated world where they can find themselves. Hmm. Motivation starts without, with us wishing, wishing for others, wishing for ourselves. So That's very true. What else do we need to do to uh, prep ourselves up and be self-motivated? I'll tell you what. And most probably your your listeners are going to 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 to, to be overjoyed, knowing that what we're talking about today they are going to be given as a link of a live motivational talk where I talk about these things. There are six principles, ma, that will always anchor our sense of self motivation. The first one is discipline. Outside discipline, none of us can even begin to do, to define exactly who we are, where we come from, and where we're going. Principle number two is called taking the initiative. You can never be uh, uh, self-motivated if you are always on the driver's seat. You always just have to take the initiative so that you take things towards a particular direction. Then there's principle number three, which is self-leadership. Do you know, Ma, there's nothing that surprises me as people voting for a leadership that is always late. Self-leadership means the ability to go in first. If you really want to be self-motivated in life, you have to have a sense of self-leadership where in everything that happens, you go in first. But you will find, and I will say that in school, so that at least some other other races do not hear, because people <laughs> people speaking you and I. We have a terrible tendency of waiting for leadership. And when you ask, especially because I'm a motivational speaker, and I'll be in this hall, and people are still waiting, and I'll say to them, Guys, why are we still waiting when we're supposed to be continuing with this program? And they say, no, sorry, Moose, I was still waiting for leadership. Oh, no, forget it. Leadership means the ability to go in first. And any leader that even disturbs the equilibrium of a program, as in coming late when people are already there, is no leader at all. Principle number five, productivity. You can never be self-motivated in your life if you are not productive, man. And people will always ask me, what do you mean by productivity? Productivity is the ratio of input versus output. In other words, Musa, now that SAFM has given you a platform that is input, by the way, what output are you going to be giving out? Output, for me, should be motivation, which is why everybody is listening right now and going like, wow. Now, if you are not productive in life, there is absolutely no sense of self-motivation that you can ever hope for. Number five, efficiency and effectiveness. You are not going to be self-motivated in life if you are not efficient or effective. What do we mean by efficiency? Efficiency means striking the deal without wasting resources. What do we mean by effectiveness? Effectiveness means striking the note exactly as it is supposed to be. Do you know how many people have been fired at work for being uh, ineffective? And someone will say, but I always come to work early. I do everything. 
Yes, you do everything, but it does not strike the chord. Number six, making a difference. Why would you even want to live a life where every single day is the same and you have made, not made a difference to your own self as an individual living through this life or to someone else's, what do you call this thing, someone else's life? Do you, do you know, who says I'm talking to you right now? My daughters who saw Nosy and are listening. And most probably they are going to be thinking, wow, look, look, listen to Daddy talking to the whole universe right now. That is making a difference, ma. Where your children can even say, "Wow, we were listening to him, and we 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 fully we fully understand where he's coming from, and we know these lessons have also made a difference to our own uh, lives as children." Or maybe something like, hmm, "What Daddy said tonight really makes me think about life differently." Six simple principles to be effective or to enjoy the art of self-motivation and I think we're going to take a quick break and come back so that Musa can be able to help us with various scenarios because I know you you probably as an ATM is sitting there and saying but sis Patricia I things are so tough I've really tried I've, I've, I've tried but I don't know how to be productive I, I don't know how to be efficient. I don't know how to even self-lead because I'm just at the bottom of the pit. Please call in. Ask your questions. Let Musa help you through what you are facing right now or even elaborate more on these six simple but very effective principles for self-motivation. The number to call in on is 011-714-2006 or you can WhatsApp 614 SMSs go to 41391. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. It's our Mindful Wednesday slot, and uh, we are talking uh, to Musa Izulu, who's a publisher, published author, artist, poet, and a motivational speaker, who's currently out in Richards Bay uh, for some uh, series of motivational talks and uh, also creating uh, relationships fluidly, as he puts it. We are talking about the art of self motivation, and we'd love to hear from you. How do you pick yourself? up how do you motivate yourself day in and day out when things are tough zero one one seven one four two double zero six i'd love to hear from you a teamers or whatsapp zero six one four one zero four one zero seven sms's go to four one three nine one so um musa let's let's go to a scenario where a person has been you know diagnosed with uh, depression and they are really feeling that they, they just can't. They, they, they can't motivate themselves. How can a person like this, especially if they're already diagnosed and they're on medication and they go through therapy, how can they start motivating themselves and picking themselves up and seeing themselves um, in a brighter light? It's about reception, especially in a situation where you have to receive to understand there are many people who have been diagnosed with depression and you will find that they are very receptive to assistance. And there could be another person that is very resistant to, to assistance. It's about reception. In fact, life is about reception. Let's just take it into the basics of what life is all about. If you can receive the energies of life, then you can always continue with life. But if you cannot receive the vibes of life, most probably any form of intervention, including uh, a psychiatric, that's what they say in English, 
psychiatric assistance to deal with your depression, you are most probably not going to be assisted by any other form of intervention. I've always believed, me, the way we receive life determines exactly what we're going to become tomorrow. Let's take it back to me. Do you know that I was paralyzed in 1995 and spent a good two years not wanting to receive the vibes of life and probably very depressed. But after that, when I made a conscious resolution to be receptive to the vibes of life, what are the vibes of life? Vibes of life, number one, are your own thoughts about your own interpretation of where you want to go. Number two is also what another person could be wishing for you to go through in order to, uh, to, to what you call this thing, to enjoy life and go on with your with your sense of direction. Now, if you do not have a sense of reception to both your inner vibes and the vibes of others, then it's never going to work. And I'll be honest with you, what you have just said right now is very serious. There are people suffering from a depression, but what I've also said is equally serious. If there is anybody that is going through a phase where they really need a sense of balance, then they need to understand and ask themselves this serious question. How receptive am I to my inner vibes and the outer vibes from another that is assisting me through my situation? And most of the time you'll be amazed. The reason why we say is because we just do not want to vibe with the receptions. Now, last week we spoke about accountability and and and, and today in your six steps to self-motivation, self-leadership is one of the things that you note. And I, I just couldn't help but link the two, that if you are a person who is able to be accountable for your actions, your thoughts, your deeds, self-leadership then would come naturally. But for others who are always pointing a finger to the next person, how do they learn how to self-lead? But are you aware that ever since you and I started on these conversations or engagements, Kuma Mindful Wednesdays that I've been saying exactly one and the same thing. Yeah. What I'm talking about today is still self-accountability. I'm stretching it further by saying there are six points that nail accountability towards mm. the finish. Mm. So it's not about self-leadership, man what I spoke about the other day. Because even productivity is a question of accountability. Are you accountable in terms of how you have been productive in life? Efficiency and effectiveness. Are you effective or efficient? That's accountability. Accountability is also the question, have I made a difference to my own life and another person's life? So what we're talking about all of these days is one and the same thing. We're just flowering it with language. Maybe not even flowering it with language, but extending it fed. Now, here's a question from our A-teamer who says, what if I'm always effective, hardworking and dedicated, but not appreciated at all times? What else can I try? Don't even begin to try anything until you appreciate yourself. Because accountability and every of these principles that I've spoken about begins with yourself. Let me tell you something. You know, living a life uh, in a wheelchair is very tough. Very, very tough. You could easily gravitate towards thinking that, well, life does not appreciate me or the next person does not appreciate me. But the question is going to be, how have you appreciated yourself when to a point of communicating your colors? 
I hope that helps uh, the A-teamer. Here's another question. What about some of us who are unhappy and victimize others? Can we even motivate ourselves? Sorry, ma. You said who are unhappy and... Unhappy and victimize others. So the bitter betties in our presence. In other words, victimizing other people. Yeah, because you are personally unhappy. How can you be unhappy and then pour it out on other people? Eesh. It's not going to be creating any relationships. Do you remember that I talked about the fluidity of creating relationships? Mm. If you are unhappy and you are still uh, victimizing other people, how do you believe that your unhappiness can ever be solved by anything? If you are unhappy, ask yourself, what is it that is making me unhappy? Deal with it. If you discover what you in, in the process of dealing with it, then you are victimizing other people. Then you are also spiral. You are only just uh, uh, sending unhappiness on a on a downward spiral. So deal with I'm, I'm self. Sorry, yeah. And sometimes people think, oh, Uti, I'm I'm a bit harsh," but then that is exactly the lessons that life has taught me. There are some questions that I do not even want to entertain because they are telling me that that person is caught up in a spiral of what they are wishing could never be. So they need to deal with self in order for them to be able to, yeah, just deal with to, yourself to start motivating. Relationships that are mm. going to make other people, number one, want to deal with you. No, but that's the other thing that we need to understand as we're talking right now. We have other people that have to deal with us. And if you're dealing with those people from the negative, then you're always going to be caught up in the spiral of negativity. I honestly do not understand how any person that is unhappy can even go on national uh, uh, radio to say that I start making other people unhappy. Let me go to our A-team Anonymous. Good evening, Anonymous. Good evening to you, Patricia, and to your guest. I just want to ask your guest that, you know, some days I'm like on the ball, very efficient, and some days I'm like my ball joints and all are gone and I'm really inefficient. And some days, I want to ask, I procrastinate these days a lot. If I need to do something and it's, uh, and I like procrastinate, 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 and I get like delayed to entertain that. So I don't know how your guest can help me with that one. Can I answer you right away, my sister? Yes. I want you to watch your clock on the wall or your watch on your wrist right now and tell me what's happening. I'll tell you what happens now. Time continues. If you procrastinate, if you procrastinate, it's a big word. If you even waste time, I want you to understand one thing. Time continues. Just like tomorrow is going to come. Just like yesterday has passed. Time has absolutely nothing to do with you. I think the best that, that you can do, man, start aligning yourself with time because before you even know it you have delayed what should have been but time has continued okay thank you and i'll tell you what ma i'll tell you what ma let's promise each other one thing now that i've answered you and i've answered you the best the best way that i can every day just watch that clock on the wall and how it ticks away watch the watch or uh, what you call this thing around your wrist, and how it just ticks forward. And no, you are only just pushing yourself backwards when time is moving forward. And I'll be honest with you, maybe I can forgive what you are saying, but time will never, 
Thank you for calling Thank in, you. Anonymous. Thank you. And I Thank hope you. you have learned a valuable lesson because I have. And, you know, Musa, on that issue of procrastination, I was talking to my eldest son about it, you know, when it comes to school projects uh, and saying, oh, no, it's only due next week, mom. Oh, it's only due next week. And I said, you know, procrastination is the killer of a lot of dreams. So if you yeah. want to succeed, and he said. And do you, do you know what we're talking about? Reminds me of, man. Mm. That day I wasted in hospital procrastination. When the wheelchair had already been brought and I was told by doctors, you can't walk anymore. Can you please just try familiarizing yourself with this object? Nina, I would just push it back. I so wish I just jumped on this thing. Because I'll be honest with you, walking is an act of moving from point A to point B. Because that's what walking is all about. Mm. And you can do the same with the wheelchair. You can literally push the wheelchair from point A to point B. Imagine if I had been told that I cannot walk and the wheelchair was there, but I jumped on it just to bridge the gap and move myself from point A to point B. I wasted a day, Time is not a commodity to be wasted. Let me go to another anonymous A-team. Good evening, anonymous. Good evening, how are you? Strong, how are you? Good, about that. I want to remain anonymous for now, as well. Because actually, I think I need uh, that motivation as well. So with mine, I think what's hold me, holding me back is an anger. So, like for instance, the anger that I have is because I was hijacked. So when I got hijacked, I was like uh, banned and I lost almost everything I had. And starting from fresh, sometimes when I think of starting again, it's like, I just think of the things that I lost. Then I developed that anger again. So I'm unable to to think or maybe to to move forward. Because always when I try to move forward, I just think of what I've lost. So it, it's becoming a Wait. problem. Wait. Are you aware which is someone hijacked you? But it was not, not life that hijacked you. Arigasa? I'm saying... Someone hijacked you, but it was not yes. life that hijacked you. Channel your anger yes. towards the experience, but not towards life, because life never hijacked you. Instead, it gave you an experience from which you can hijack back what you lost. It's very difficult yeah. as a motivational speaker sometimes to speak in these direct words, because sometimes words do not mean much, but at the same time, words are so true. You were hijacked by someone who is, but not by life. So if your anger is going to be directed at life, when it should be directed towards an experience, then you're going to be robbing yourself for so much. And before you know it, your anger is going to be affecting your whole life when this was just an experience in life. Mm, because I think the, the other thing that is contributing a lot on that is because remember like the person who hijacked me, we had all evidence. In the police sorry, can you just say that again? What I'm going Oh, sorry about that. So what I'm saying is, uh, uh, like after I got hijacked, I was hospitalized, and when I left the hospital, uh, I was told by the police that the evidence went missing. So we had a lot of evidence. So all evidence went missing, and then I've complained to all different departments, even even the higher department of the police, even the IP, the civilians, the ministers. So I couldn't get help. So 
you know, sometimes I keep asking myself the, the same thing that even if I try to move forward and try to start something else, if same thing happen again, who I'm gonna uh, like ask help from if things goes like this. So that's why I'm trying to see how will I get out of this anger that I have. How many people do you think are listening tonight that have been hijacked before and also went through your experience? It's very I easy sometimes to, to yeah, take yeah, to, to, to take your, your experience and not personalize it, but open it up yeah. to the whole world such that people learn from you. You are saying right okay. now a docket went missing. Maybe when I yeah. would be an advocate tomorrow that says if anything like this happens to anybody, how do we mobilize as society to make it a point that is not pushed under the carpet? You know, Poet, let me tell you something. Life is tough. Life is tough, Poet. There are many that have been high-tech. There are many women that have been raped. There are many children that have been abused. Just like there are many people with disabilities that have never been given a chance. If any one of us finds ourselves in that experience, it could just be opening up an avenue where we could be the ambassador of the message. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, just thank you. I, 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 I will give you enough. There is someone that is going to be hijacked tomorrow, and they might just yeah. learn something from you because you have experienced this and even know yeah. some of the loopholes that people have to, number one, be mindful of because it happens. A docket goes yeah. missing when a person was murdered yesterday or when a person was hijacked yesterday. Let's see how when you can transform yourself into the ambassador of the message such that people, number one, understand those loopholes or maybe even sit down to talk about why it should never happen. Sure, Anonymous, I hope this has really helped you because I know a lot of SA-teamers have uh, gleaned from this knowledge. Thank you for calling in. Uh, Musa, I'm going to ask... All right. Musa, I'm going to ask for your time, graciously so. I need to go to the news, but I'd like us to wrap up our conversation straight after the news. Is that okay with you? That's fine with me, Ma. I'm here. It's 11 o'clock, A-teamers. Let's go to Greg Hose with the news. Good evening, Greg. Night Conversations. Late Night Conversations. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. It's uh, four minutes, uh, in fact, five minutes after 11. A-team is uh, welcome to the final hour of the show, but it's going to be one that is going to definitely keep you um, <laughs> keep you tuned in. Let's uh, wrap up our conversation uh, with uh, Musa Izulu, who's a publisher, published author, artist, poet, and motivational speaker. And uh, straight after that, we get into the closet. I know you've been waiting for it, but we can't do so without going here. Manduli Eitara Omosa Josephine Delmas. Yeah, what an inspiring show today and tonight. You see, the art of living your life is by focusing more on more on things that you like and living the life of the things that you haven't achieved as if you have already achieved them. You see, in the nearest example is the person that I am. I'm blind. I got blind in 2017. Life was tough. But then I told myself that 
I will make it through. And I struggled and I fought for whatever I have. And today I can say I'm happy with my disability. I'm happy with the person that I am. And I can still see myself achieving those things that I will achieve even when I was normal or sighted. So the art of succeeding and not suffering any depression is by way in which you regard yourself as having achieved the things you aspire in life. Going on and on and on without stopping. Yes, there will be trials and tribulations. There will be some disturbances or temptations along the way. But never ever forget your goal. Live as if you have already achieved. Thank you very much. Musa, let me come to you. I hear you chuckling there. Weigh in on this voice note. Oh my God. Ma, did you hear what this guy said? He said he was blind, but he also used words, now I can see. Yeah. You know what I need you to do, Ma? Mm-hmm. We have agreed, you and I, that every single Wednesday we are going to be uh, giving people motivation. Can I kindly ask, and I mean it, that next week we cannot feature me, but this gentleman that spoke right now. Because this is exactly my, what the art of self-motivation is all about. Mm. The art of self-motivation is the ability to see yourself in the dark. The art of self-motivation is the ability to walk tall when doctors have said you are in a wheelchair. The art of self-motivation is the ability to listen to sounds when people say you are deaf. How much more can we ever say? Do you remember what Uteti Penaka said, Ma? And I would love to dedicate these last lines to Alicia when Aaron Singh. Teddy Pentecost said, I have won some and I've lost some. But as dreamers do not complain, I have kept reaching out for passion, no matter what the pain. The gentleman that has spoken right now has summarized exactly what the art of motivation is all about. It's the ability to make things where people say the impossibility has crept in. Sure. Here's an A-teamer who says, Good evening. I will make an example about marriage. As a single person, I don't judge myself about the fantasies of married life. I openly wish others joy in their marriage. So, I find motivation in wishing others well, and I heal in hindsight. But since others fail to wish others well, they are always bitter in their singleness. Ouch. No, but, but then this person is is revealing to us something so amazing. How do you even find happiness in wishing others well when you should be wishing yourself well first? Okay. Wish yourself well first. Amy, Atima is on the line. Good evening, Amy. Good evening, dear. I've been listening for years to SIFM, but tonight... Your, your, your guest is making sense to me. In, in fact, he's like saving my life in a way, if I can call it that. Um, uh, he, he was, you know, what he said just now, to, you know, to value yourself first. And um, it, it just jumped on me because you, you didn't value yourself because I didn't value myself. How could I value anything else? You know? And then and I felt so 
um, worthless or whatever. So when he was talking and he was saying something about blinds, I grew up with a blind grandfather, but he was a fantastic farmer. And I could never understand how he could see or feel or what, you know, everything. And he could. So suddenly this just boomed on me. Oh, man, just just thank your guest so much. Do it yourself. He's on Wait. the line, Amy. Oh, thank you. No, Hello, Amy. Dude. Hello. You know, you know what? No, you you've got you've you've got no idea. I, you know, something is just like they say the penny drop. No, the penny drop. <laughs> and I, 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 I so many times, and I think I'm scared to do something because um, people uh, the other guests were talking about procrastination, but I do the same because I'm too scared to do something because I don't know what is going to be the reaction. You you know what I mean. <laughs> so and, maybe sometimes you must just maybe know what I understood. Maybe we should just jump in the deep end and see, okay, can I swim, can I swim, and just say, well, if, if I can't swim, will, will somebody just take me and save me? Amy, <laughs> 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 are you listening to me right now? Ma? Do you know why I'm laughing do you know why I'm laughing, my sister? No. Imagine. No, because this is where I'm, I, I'm so scared sometimes. You know, I think, don't know, my friend says, why, 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 do, why do you say this? Or why, why don't you do something? I, I, nobody's got any idea how scared I am, you know? And, Can I give um, you something? Can I give you mm, something tonight that mm, is going mm. to chase all of the fear away? Okay, that'll be fine. Are you aware that you have told South Africa through SAFM right now that you had a, a grandfather that was blind father was a farmer? Okay. Hello? She's on the Hello? line. You can go ahead, Musa. I'm saying Hello? the lady has just told us that yeah. she had a grandfather that was blind but was a, but was a farmer. Yeah. Is that what you said, my sister? Yes, my grandfather. I, I want up. you to do this for me. And I want you to promise me that you are going to do exactly or think of exactly what I'm just about to say to you. Have you ever seen a book on the shelf with the title A Blind Farm? No. Now I believe you know exactly what I'm trying to say. If you can come to society through a broadcaster that is national, and sing praises of your grandfather that was blind but was a but was a farm. Why don't you and I just blind? sit down to write? Yeah, Why don't we just sit blind. down and write a book on that one? And I promise you, your reflections yeah, will make you understand that the story that you have in you is such that you can never you can never be scared of doing anything in your life. Because a blind farmer a blind farmer I still have to understand exactly how a man that is blind could be spoken about on national television as a farmer. 
Well, Musa, I'm so glad that today we have uh, sparked so much um, and we've learned so much from our A-teamers. Thank you very much, Amy, for calling in. Musa, you've given us a link and we've shared it, the art of self-motivation. We've shared it for all our A-teamers. A-teamers, just go straight to our Twitter page, at SFM Radio, um, and you'll see the link from Musa, art of self-motivation. How do we get in touch with you, Musa? I'll tell you what, before we even begin about talking about how you get in touch with me, your listeners should all go to that link. Number one, to understand the mind behind the, the, the speaker. And then after that, from picking on points that I'm talking about in that link, we can start talking. But for now, let's not give them any way of contacting me, but give them that link to learn first. All right, A-teamers, you heard it. If you want to learn more and you want to be in touch with uh, Musa Izulu, go to the link that we've just posted at SAFM Radio on Twitter and you'll be able to do so. Musa, always such a great pleasure. Thank you so very much. I love you all. Thank you very much to you.